The Morning Brew is brought to you by West Rock Coffee. It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Pure energy. Pure energy. This game is, is a complicated game. There's a lot of things that go out there. There's a lot of rhythm. There's a lot of trust that is built over time. And you know, Robert's been there, uh, I think, now for about their second year. So he's been there for two years now. Sirianni, everybody. I mean, um, you can see a lot of the defenses, a lot of the offenses coming together as they get more time. And uh, I just think that's that's always important. That's what we're always striving for. But we know we that, that we have to win now. I mean, we're always looking to win uh, every game, no matter what the situation is. Was that, was that Nathaniel Hackett right there just sort of um, defending himself, saying, hey, 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 whoa, 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 everybody that wants to run me out of town, everybody that wants to fire me here, take a look around. Take a look around at the Jets. Take a look at the Eagles. You know, understand that these things don't always pop in year one. Was he making, right. a, case, was he making a case for himself? And was it an yeah. acknowledgment of the heat that he is under? Yeah, I, I couldn't hear the sound. For some reason, we're having, you know, we, we had switched studios just behind the scenes. He was talking about uh, Robert, our, Robert Sala and uh, Nick Sirianni, how they're they're both kind of, you know, flourishing in year two. Yeah, well, remember, Nick Sirianni was just under his, just about as much heat because they were two and five. And then he turned over the play calling duties last year to Shane Steichen. And he basically became the head coach and let somebody else call the plays, even though he was involved in the game planning and everything else. He was uh, he relinquished his uh, responsibility as a play caller, uh, game day. So I mean, like there was a change there, and Robert Sala was doing it with a rookie quarterback, and uh, you know, and some also rans. So you, the, none of them had a franchise quarterback. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it, let's face it, Hertz was a second rounder who they were they, there were questions coming into this year is he their franchise quarterback so before we like before we you know throw flowers and bouquets everywhere else and say hey, you know re- relax and it's going to be okay you got a franchise quote-unquote franchise quarterback questionable but still and and you guys have been awful so um yeah that doesn't that 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 doesn't fly next on the morning I, I get that it takes time but it doesn't fly Absolutely. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we got to win as a team. We got to find a way to win as a team. And, uh, you know, one big point we make to the guys is that we haven't played our best football. So we got to continue to find ways to be better ourselves and focus in on that um, and let the offense handle the offense. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of season ahead of us, too. So we can't uh, be short sighted and we got to look at the long road and uh, continue to get better and uh, understand there's still uh, how many more games we got? 11? Something like that? 11. Yeah, 11, yeah. So. Azero Evero talking about the uh, the idea that, uh, you know, hey, the defense needs to continue to do their thing. And don't worry, there's no tension between the defense and the offense. As, as you look at the Jets, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson, the guy you said would be a better NFL prospect than Trevor Lawrence. When you look at this Jets offensively, what do you see? Well, one, they're gonna. They've got maybe potentially the rookie of the year at the running back position at, at Brees Hall. They're gonna run the ball. They're gonna play physical. They're gonna set up their play action, and they've got some talent on the edge. Um, you know, they've got some young uh, wide receivers, Mike. That uh, that to me can they they, they can flat out play. Uh, Wilson, the kid from Ohio State, has proven to be a really good player. 
Um, and so, you know, there, there's a couple of different uh, couple names that are escaping me right now, but there are a couple good players. That was It's Garrett Wilson. Um, Corey Davis has become a good mm-hmm. player. Um, uh, Conklin is a guy, the tight end position from Minnesota that I really like. They also got C.J. Uh, Uzama from Cincinnati, who's a good player. Uh, so they've got they've got some they've got some really good players. Uh, Braxton Berrios is a little slot guy they have for him. He's a really good football. They've got really good football players. Like I said, um, they are they are physical and they're going to run the ball. They're gonna they're gonna set up their play action and they've got some dudes. They've got some dudes that will beat you one on one if they get that opportunity. They'll they'll fry you one on one. So. I just think, like, listen, they're a young, inexperienced football team. Their quarterback's an inexperienced guy. But if they manage him well, and they have to manage him well, meaning that everything has to kind of fall into place, they'll win games. They will win games that way, both based on both their defense and offense and, and just the physicality with which they play. I, I think what, what what is interesting to me is this is a Jets team now for the first time in a long time. People are talking about the Jets. People are talking about the Jets as maybe being the third best team in the AFC all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you know how it works in a in a big market like New York. Everybody starts; they, they can be really rough on you. It can be the worst place to be when you're not playing well, but it can be the best place to be when you are playing well. And I wonder, with the Jets, all of a sudden catching the kind of praise that they don't normally catch, do they lose a little bit of their edge this week? And for a Broncos team that, let's face it, has to be desperate, has to be desperate. Do the Broncos have an advantage in that category? I know. Maybe I'm grasping at straws. I'm looking at whatever straw I can grasp at. I'll go with that one. Next on the Morning Brew. Give to McCaffrey. Trying to get around the right side. He does. McCaffrey leaps. End zone. Oh, touchdown. Up and in. Christian McCaffrey is on the move. Not to Buffalo. Not to the Broncos. To San Francisco, a Kyle Shanahan Christian McCaffrey reunion. How about that? I know, and, and you know, I'm, I think that's I, I think that's going to work great, man. I, I think about all the ways you can use Debo Samuel and, and Christian McCaffrey together. Right? Wow. Yeah. I know. I mean, and the only the only I mean, obviously, it's I think it's a great fit. It goes back to remember when Mike Shanahan took over as the. Uh, as the offense coordinator over there in San Francisco, they won a Super Bowl with Eddie McCaffrey. So now, uh, you know, father coaches son. Our father coaches Ed McCaffrey, and now uh, son coaches Christian McCaffrey. So kind of cool, kind of a cool connection there with the uh, Shanahan's and the McCaffreys. But I, I do, I, I, like, uh, as creative as Kyle is in the passing game and the running game and all that stuff, This is a this looks like a great match. Now it's just a matter of, can you stay healthy? Because uh, no backs have stayed healthy in San Francisco. Right, right. And boy, and is San the- Francisco all in. Have they not taken a page from what they've seen their their rival, the Rams, do? Right. They bleeped the draft picks. They gave up a bunch for Trey Lance. Now they've given up a four here, second, third, fourth, fifth. I know they get some compensatory picks and all that, but still, they are emptying the cupboard going after a championship. So we'll see. It worked out for the Rams. We'll see if it works out for the 49ers next on the Morning Bro. Dalton straight drop back. 
Throws over the middle and a one-handed interception by Isaiah Simmons in midfield. Runs it back to the left of the 40, at the 30, at the 25, at the 20. And Simmons in, back-to-back. Interception returns for touchdowns. Wow, have you ever seen that? Back-to-back interception pick sixes. Arizona, who's trailing 14-6. to You had Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury sniping at each other. They scored 22 points in the span of about, what, a minute 40? Yeah. I mean, come on. You, you're 14-14 going into halftime. The next thing you know, you look up and you're 28-14 uh, down going into halftime. I mean, it, you know, I mean, hard to overcome. That. And, and still, you had a chance. You had a chance at the end to get an onside kick. And if you could score, you know, and, and get the two-point conversion, you tie the game. I mean, it's... Throw two pick sixes and still have an opportunity to tie the game. Defense, obviously, optional in the Thursday night cut. At least it wasn't a Thursday night like the last two Thursday nights. Al like, Michaels like, thanks you, by the way. Yes. I mean, they probably, the NFL probably came down and went, hey, listen, here's the deal. Um, <laughs> hey. We're not going to play defense today. You, you understand that? Like, the commissioner was just like, hey, there's not going to be a lot of defense played. Okay. So think about this. Think about this. Think about this. You're 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 New Orleans. There's two thirty five left in the first half. Two thirty five left in the first right. half. You are up fourteen to six. With forty six seconds left in the first half, you are down twenty eight to fourteen. Wow! 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 That will do it for the morning brew.